Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode number 34 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Fun fact, uh, 34 is kind of a special number for me. Uh, Growing up, I played a lot of sports. I always tried to get number 34 um, because that was my dad's number, and I wore number 34 in basketball, and now I currently wear number 34 uh, playing amateur baseball. So 34, I feel like I should be having a special edition uh, podcast tonight, but it is kind of a special edition because it's Valentine's Day. I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, if you listened to last week's episode, I was talking about the PO 133 and the interesting story on how uh, I got the product, it got damaged, and then I got it again. And last week when I received it, I did a lot of monkeying around with it and just like I said in last week's episode that I've always wanted to play some sort of instrument, but I've never been very musical, even though I enjoy music a lot. Um, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to show you guys what it sounds like. Let's see here if I can get this set up right. I can use it enough just to drive people nuts. Here's what some of the sounds sound like. Let's see here. So as you can see, that was just a predetermined pattern on the PO-133. The possibilities are endless. I haven't done any customization on the patterns. I've just been monkeying with what's loaded into the PO-133 stock, and I've been having a lot of fun. It would be fun to sample some of my own stuff into it and resample it for my podcast. That might be coming in the future, but right now I'm not the best at it. So... Uh, That gets me back to Valentine's Day. My wife, if uh, you know her, she is the absolute best gift giver of all time. Uh, And she must have been listening to last week's episode because I was talking about, hey, I've always wanted to play an instrument, never been able to, don't know how to read music, uh, but I'd love it. And today for Valentine's Day, she got me an instrument that I think is very cool and I'm going to be able to play it because... It's got a book that teaches you how to uh, play songs without reading sheet music. So, for the very first time on this podcast, I'm going to try to attempt to play an instrument for you guys. Let's see how this goes. Hey, not too bad at all. Uh, Pretty good for never playing this instrument. Uh, Let's see here. Yep. As I put it away, I got to get the applause out for that. 
I don't even know what this thing is called. It says, let's see here. I can't even find the, it's like a little drum thing that has numbers on it instead of notes. And then it comes with a book that has numbers that correspond to the notes you hit. And then you just go through, play the numbers and away you go. So as you can see, I've already, I wouldn't say mastered, but I'm able to play row, row, row your boat. So that's pretty cool. Uh, maybe uh, my wife said, uh, if I use it in the podcast in the future, I should have little transitions where I play notes <laughs> that go with the podcast. That'd be kind of neat. I've heard some people play instruments like that uh, in in their podcast. That sounds really cool. Uh, however, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. I'm probably going to just drive people nuts with that as well, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I am hoping, however, that I can implement the PO133 into the podcast because it's a really cool piece of equipment, and I'd like to have more videos on my YouTube channel about that. Um, but the main focus on tonight's episode is going to be what in the world is happening in the United States, Canada. Uh, being a drone operator, I'm always concerned with what's going on in the airspace. But there's been a lot of stuff in the news lately that is just kind of spooky, in my opinion. Uh, everyone knows about the Chinese uh, spy balloon that got shot down. Uh, and I'm uh, reading and taking some notes here from an article written by his name is Mark, it looks like Gollum from CBC News. And it gives a good breakdown of what's been happening in our skies. It says February 4th, a U.S. fighter jet shoots down suspected Chinese spy balloon, kicking off a string of high-profile incidents involving flying objects being shot down. Uh, that's where all of this started. And to me, as a drone operator, I know how in-depth the FAA goes into making sure you're in the right airspace. Um, if you're a drone operator, you've got to submit to Lance is what it's called if you're in any controlled airspace. And obviously, this Chinese spy balloon did not correspond to anybody. Nobody knew it was up there. And uh, that's kind of spooky. Uh, who knows what data it was collecting. And if you look at the path that it went on, it kind of cuts right through the uh, United States and then up through Canada into Alaska. And it it looks like it goes by some facilities that are very important to the United States. Uh, then on February 10th, another unmanned flying object is shot down off the coast of Alaska. Uh, it says U.S. officials call it a reasonable threat. Um February 11th, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau orders another unidentified object be shot down over Yukon. The closest city to the fallen debris is Dawson City. And I hear that um, I was watching a video on this, and it said that the place where all the debris fell is kind of difficult to get to. So they haven't been able to collect much of the uh, trash or whatever comes from an object like that being shot down. And then finally, on February 12th, just two days ago, the U.S. orders a fourth object be shot down, and it says this one is located over Lake Huron. The debris is likely on the Canadian side of the lake, it says. And uh, 
there the spooky thing for me is that there really hasn't been much information that has come out about any of these other objects that have been shot down. I mean, uh, they do have some information on the Chinese spy balloon, but what are these other three objects? Are they from China? Are uh, some people say maybe they're from private corporations doing tests on flying objects? And uh, uh, I read one article that said uh, these things might not be using propulsion. And if that's the case, that's very scary because to my knowledge, uh, nobody has any technology that can have a flying object without propulsion or any means of propulsion, which just seems to defy physics. Um, So that would be spooky to me. And uh, it doesn't matter whose it is. It's just spooky that we wouldn't know about it and know that people have that technology out there. And another thing that I read in the news that was kind of spooky to me is odd, or in one article it said ominous green lasers uh, shining over Hawaii. And the article I read said that that has been confirmed to be a Chinese satellite that is used to collect data on pollution in the air. And uh, it kind of rose some red flags in my mind, like, uh, what sense does that make? A Chinese satellite? Why does it need to collect data on pollution over Hawaii? Uh, A lot of things that need some explaining to do, especially if... uh, Uh, China isn't corresponding to the United States um, saying that, hey, we're doing these tests. We're going to have something flying over this airspace, uh, just a heads up. It doesn't seem like there's any correspondence, and if there was, they probably wouldn't be shooting these things down. Now, they didn't shoot down or take down a satellite in Hawaii, and it doesn't seem like too many people are very concerned about that. However, it is odd So if you haven't heard about those lasers, you should go on the internet. It looks like several lines going across the horizon. And uh, all those lines didn't happen at once. That picture was taken over time. It's more of like a time lapse. And it looks like a single laser beam was sent out as the satellite was traveling on its path. And then over time, the picture was created with several lines throughout the horizon. So... uh, It's going to be interesting to find out what this is all about. Some people are saying it's aliens. Obviously, the White House has come out and said, obviously, it's not aliens. But we don't know what it is causing all the earth that we're shooting down. And uh, to me, I don't know if we'll ever get the answer or a straightforward answer. Uh, Some people are saying, hey, uh, this is just a something to get people's minds off what's really happening in the news and that there's some other terrible things that are happening in this world. Uh, um, A train derailment or explosion of some sort happened in Ohio, blasting chemicals into the air, and we haven't heard too much about that. And I don't know, is is this some sort of cover-up or are they trying to... uh, pull the covers over our eyes and, uh, I don't know, kind of try and trick us in some sort of way. Um, Who knows? And to me, it's kind of scary because we may never know the answer to all these things. 
although uh, at some point you'd think they'd have to come out and say at least who they think is putting these things into the sky because uh, obviously it's not being corresponded to the airspace in the United States. And to me, that's, uh, uh, as I've said before, uh, very spooky. And uh, it's going to be interesting to hear what comes out on this. Um, If you guys know any more information on this, uh, I know more and more information is going to be coming out. Uh, I did watch a video that said that the flying object over Lake Huron, the first time they shot at it, they missed. And it said it was using a Sidewinder heat-seeking missile. However, that heat-seeking missile was unarmed. So I don't know exactly what they mean by unarmed. Does that mean that um, it doesn't have its heat-seeking capabilities? I don't know. They said that first missile landed safely in Lake Huron. Uh, It was no threat to the public. However, the second missile they shot um, was successful in hitting the object. And uh, I guess it was important that the heat-seeking missile was not unarmed because there was reports that said that each Sidewinder missile is upwards of $400,000. And people were saying, oh, man, that's a lot of money to use to shoot down something that may not be important. Well, obviously it is important if they're shooting these things down with these high-cost missiles. However, the White House uh, did say that uh, um, since they weren't armed, those missiles are a lot cheaper. So a lot of this stuff uh, that I talked about in this podcast is all speculation. Who knows the real answer? Is it the Chinese? Is it someone else? Is it uh, corporations. I could see big companies like Amazon, Google, maybe they're testing out uh, new products um, or new capabilities of, um, who knows, new technology. The other thing I was thinking about is um, if a heat-seeking missile missed one of these drones, I don't know the capabilities of these heat-seeking missiles. And when I say drones, it's not a drone. It's more like uh, a UFO. Uh, because at this point, nobody knows what it is. Um, And if it didn't have heat-seeking capability, uh, that would be pretty important, because I feel like a heat-seeking missile would not miss a flying object if it had some sort of propulsion, because that would be creating heat. Um, If it was just a dummy missile that you had to hit it straight on, uh, that would make more sense, because they're there could still be heat coming from the object, and uh, it could still miss. So I've got a lot of different thoughts on this, especially uh, it's surprising to me that they haven't um, seen these things in the past, and it says that these objects are being detected now because the radars that they're using are now being fine-tuned to be able to see more things. And I kind of think of that, uh, uh, I like ice fishing, and you think of the old Vexlar units. When you turned them on, um, things wouldn't be as defined, so you might miss some of the smaller fish that are going under the ice. And now with the new, brand-new Vexlars, they're super detailed, so you can even uh, locate, um, 
almost specifically your bait floating on the bottom of the ice. And that's kind of the way I'm thinking of this is that there, our radar systems have gotten a lot better and now we're able to see smaller objects. However, in my mind, I think of the United States as having the best radar systems of all time. And I've always thought that they, they'd be able to um, locate a mosquito in their airspace that and if they didn't want it in that airspace, they'd be able to take it out with some sort of technology. But um, maybe I'm misinformed on that thought process. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out about it. It's an interesting time to be alive. There's a lot going on. A lot of it is very interesting. And uh, um, it's going to be fun to follow. So if you want to hear more on this topic and speculation on what's flying in the air, is it UFOs? Is it aliens? What's coming out? Uh, stay tuned on this podcast. I'm sure we'll be covering it at some point, maybe not dedicating full episodes to it, but uh, we'll be sure to talk about it if uh, they come up with some answers, because I think that's kind of what we're all waiting for at this point. I want to wish you guys a very happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm excited to go celebrate it with my wife and kids. And uh, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week. 